Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Poppin' Congregation. It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, back with another episode of the podcast that celebrates robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. We have a very special episode for you today. Okay, double your pleasure, double your fun. We have two guests. Yes, we do. Amazing guests. Our first guest is a voice and dialect coach originally from the United Kingdom. Y'all, we got a real UK Brit on today, which means I will be doing my accent a lot. Our second guest is a comedian, writer, and actress best known for her role as Alberta on CBS's hit sitcom, Ghosts. Together, they are a beautiful couple, and they... <laughs> Leave this in. Together, they are a beautiful couple. <laughs> but also together, you probably, you've likely seen them in their viral Parisian bedbug skits on TikTok and Instagram and, and Twitter of the likes. Congregation, please welcome Jack Wallace and Danielle Pinnock on the show. Hi, Hi Danielle. Hi, hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> welcome back, Danielle. Thank you for having me. Danielle got on her, her uh, first lady outfit. Okay? You are trying. She's sitting front pew. She's sitting front pew. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jack. Jack, I, I know we have uh, not a new member of the congregation, but a first-time guest on the podcast. That is correct, yes, and uh, an active listener, so I'm excited because I'm always listening out to your beautiful accent renditions on this show. So, you know, this is like Christmas morning for Jack. See, okay, Jack, now I'm nervous because you are a dialect coach, so I'm like, you're going to watch me butcher your own home native accent. I'm so excited. So much. Um, Oh, my goodness, I'm excited, too. I'm so happy to have y'all both on the show. Um, We always ask, and either of you, which whoever wants to go first, what is your relationship to scams? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Have you ever been scammed? Have you ever run any scams that are beyond the statute of limitations? (laughs) We talk about it, okay? I would say that, for me, I'm very frequently scammed. But yes. I also am aware that I'm being scammed, but I've kind of committed to the bit, so I just go along with it. Oh, we're the same. You have very kind eyes. Yeah. I, I, immediately when I saw you, Jack, I was like, I, I want to rob him. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh no, she's robbing me. Here you go. Right. This is You're such like... a great experience. What, what are you going to do with the money? <laughs> There was a time in Chicago that I was working for a company and then these people approached me essentially for an MLM. Mm. I, I just moved to the United States. The only person I knew was Danielle and her mother. So my, my actual... Great people to know. Great, wonderful great, people to know. You great pair. <laughs> but my network for scamming others in this MLM was not very big. So I went through all of the training and then I just didn't show up. Okay. Yes. Can you... Okay. Can you give me a vague description of what the MLM was selling? 
Or anything. If you I can think say it, it, I, if think you want. it was, I think it was insurance. Mm, mm. One of the biggest MLS. Yes. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite Ponzi's. Yes. Um, what kind of insurance? We talk our life, we talk our car, we talk our house. I wasn't really that like invested in the training. Jack, you said you went through the training. I you did. don't know what you were selling? I feel like I that's did. gotta be slide one. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to the office and like I was meeting this person and his boss, and he was like, Oh yeah, he's a director now. I was like, Oh great, how long has he been a director? He was like, about two minutes since you signed on. I was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> congratulations. He's about, he's about to not be a director, but okay. <laughs> now, Jack, I can't believe you can't remember what you were selling. That's how you know it was a scam. They didn't really tell you what the product was. Yeah, they were like, you just use your home network. Like, they all need insurance. I was like, okay, the two people I know probably need insurance. We have insurance, but sure. <laughs> Everybody needs to be insured of things and reassured. And that's what we're selling. <laughs> End presentation. Now, here's your flyers. <laughs> exactly. Now, now your if way. you could sign up right now, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, if you could get all your family to sign up right now for the insurance. <laughs> That's it. Don't d- Tell them not to ask no more questions, okay? <laughs> they make it too complicated. I love that, Jack. Okay. So you did that for, you just went to the training and then you were like, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. They, uh, he he didn't uh, scam you? Well, you know, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like Jack scammed me into our relationship. So I'm I'm just going to like, I'm just going to say that because, you know, when I went to England, like I thought it was going to be real Bridgerton. I was like, yes, cobblestones. And it was just like really hood. And I was like, okay, this is not the, (laughs) this is not the England that I thought I was coming to. It wasn't giving Chandelier. That went viral too. I love those. (laughs) It wasn't Uh. giving Shonda. And I had went there and I was like, I'm about to meet my boo, John Boyega. I'm coming here for Idris. And then Jack came along and I was like, what is this? But like, what's happening here? I had no interest in dating Jack. I never dated outside my race. <laughs> no interest. No interest. I oh never God. did outside my race. I, I came here for John Boyega. I didn't come here for Jack. You got Jack Boyega. I, well, I mean, yeah, and I love it. I love it. I listen, literally, Prince Harry second. You got cousin, Jack Boyega. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But he did kind of scam me. He started his friends first, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. And then we were sleeping together. I said, wait a minute, this is not how this was supposed to. That's not how this was supposed to happen. We started as friends, and then we were sleeping together. (laughs) So he kind of scammed me, but it's a happy scam, 10 years in. Yes, it is. Y'all are a beautiful couple, as I said (laughs) at the beginning. Which now I have to precurse with, like, I'm not hitting on them, okay? I'm not trying to become their unicorn because y'all are weird now. Y'all are weird to me. Oh, my goodness. But I will take that as a scam. Jack was like, no, I got plans for you. So yeah, and I had no clue. That, sweetheart. Not a clue. Not a clue. Danielle also doesn't have the same memory that I Yikes. have. Yikes. Okay, here we go. Okay, okay. Who's scamming who? Yikes. So, is it is it, a, is it not true, Danielle, okay. that Ooh. you... Invited me to live in that house. I did invite you to live in that house because we needed more rent. I didn't have enough money. <laughs> is, it not, is it not true when I moved in, you said, who are you? I did say, who are you? But then when you moved in, I forgot because I was drunk at that party. And then when I saw you, I thought you were a robber because you came down in the damn cow onesie when I was eating my Weetabix. And I was like, who is this? Did I not throw the Weetabix at you? Yes, after inviting me to live there. I forgot. <laughs> Everclear is real. Ever, Everclear is real. <laughs> Everclear is a real moment. Okay. How <laughs> hey, you gonna forget somebody who live in your house? They Completely got forgot. they address thick and mail. <laughs> like intruder, not weed a bigs. That's so British. <laughs> I threw I threw my weed to bigs at. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness, y'all are. Uh, this is already cracking up, <laughs> cracking me up. Scams. Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future, and don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher, okay? Which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bus when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing it right over there. I got on their underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select Scam Goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. To our first segment here. Fantastic. What's hot and fraud? This is where we warn our listeners about popping scams in the zeitgeist, but more often than not these days, you know, we get a listener letter. As always, snitch on your friends, family, and your enemies at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. That's scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure your scam is retired because we don't want to what? Fuck up your bag. Amen. Yes. Jack, I saw you. <laughs> Jack, you saw Go ahead, Jack. Because we don't want to what? Fuck up your bag. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, across the pond, babes. Yes. Um, so from you two, I just need a fake name. We don't care about gender for this person. And it's so funny, Jack, that you talked about MLMs because that is exactly what this person wrote in about. Boom. You pick the name, babes. What about um Casely Woesley? What? Uh uh-uh, not you trying to put me in <laughs> it. What? <laughs> what? Now, why am I in it? What? <laughs> Casey, what you K- Casey Woesley. Casey Woesley. Uh-uh. This is disrespectful. <laughs> Jack, how you gonna come on here like this? Okay. Yeah. I see how you got scammed, Daniel. Hey, you get it, right? You now. See, you're seeing yes, it, right? I'm seeing it live in real time. Okay. I have a better name, Florica. Florica. Fl- Florica is a better name, to be fair. <laughs> okay, we got Florica Casey Mosley. <laughs> <laughs> so, Florica Casey says... 
Hey, Lacey. Yeah, see, Florica, thank you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I know you don't like to read the beginnings on air. You know I don't. But, oh, thank you so much. This is very nice. You know I do read it. Love you, too. All right, so Florica Casey says... Let's get into it, sis. Okay, so Florica's black. Yeah, 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 yeah. We hope. We hope. <laughs> it's two things that I read in an email, and I know that they're black. It's like sis, or or they could they could be one of the girls. Like yeah, alphabet girlies. But also, okay, so boom. Whenever yeah, I see a, okay, so boom in an email, I'm like, okay, so you're black. Okay, okay so boom. <laughs> Here we go. So it says, the scam is, I used to, this is a scam I used to run back in college. During my junior year, a random man in my college town opened a brick and mortar location to sell his Herbalife products. Now, <laughs> we will call him Mr. Herbalife. That's what, <laughs> Herbalife is taking me down. Marika said we're going to call him Mr. Herbalife. Now, I want to say you got to be doing real well at Herbalife if you open a brick you, and you mortar. You have to be. Because that's a motorcycle scam. You got to be on the move constantly. You have to. You got to be able to get away real fast. <laughs> Zoom <in> traffic. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I heard Herbalife, I'm out. <laughs> now, have either of you sipped on some, some Herbalife? Yes! <laughs> yes! Okay, this is personal. It, it's been in our kitchen for maybe 10 years. <laughs> Same, the same one. Yo, my friend Rita was in the in the scam of Herbalife, bro, and like every week, be like, "Girl, can you please buy some of me?" And I'm like, "I'm not buying any more of these shakes. I'm not buying any more." I could tell this was personal because I couldn't tell if Danielle was laughing or crying. She's crying. I was like, I was like, I think she's laughing, but it does look like she might be crying. Oh God. So we have some personal, personal stories yes. here. Okay. I have never purchased any Herbalife. I have known many a salesman. Yes. I was once waiting tables. This was back in the day um, at this like fancy sushi restaurant that is no more. And um, there was a table, uh, a really large like party, birthday party. And personally, like I know this is so messed up to say, white people close your ears. This is only for the black people. <laughs> but when I was waiting tables, yeah, Jack, you got you got to take a headphones off. <laughs> when I was waiting tables, if we ever had like a large party of black people celebrating a birthday or something, I'd be like, oh hell, yup. <laughs> and I, these my people, I know, but you know it's gonna be some let's split the check I only had one margarita who had the fries you know it's it's just gonna be a struggle when we get to the end of it it's just I knew every time bring cash y'all my people just bring cash if you only want to pay for your bill okay we too old for this but so I remember there was one girl at the table when the check came you know the the check fight starts you know everybody starts like well you had four margaritas well you took a sip of mine so you need to give me three dollars like you know that starts and then there's one girl in the corner who was like hey y'all so I got this new program that I'm doing. <laughs> she starts trying to sell everybody Herbalife while they're fighting over the check. So I've never experienced Herbalife, but I I'm have seen some. She was doing it the whole dinner, too, like casually trying to insert Herbalife into She was like, yeah, because, you know, now that I'm my own boss. Uh, <laughs> I cannot. And the shakes are gross. They're not good. Oh, my gosh. When I tell you that I ended up with an Herbalife and Nutrisystem scam, and we had stocked so many because all of our friends were trying to do this as side hustles that, like, literally mice got into them in no. our apartment in Philadelphia because we were not eating them. I was like, this is such disgusting. And so the mice got so big and they were just They didn't feasting. get in shape and fit. And they These weren't mutant mice. Huge <laughs> mice. They were supposed to get fit. Huge mice. Oh, so y'all, then they ran, they asked us to New York. <laughs> literally. Literally. Oh, my gosh. They took over our apartment. It was so bad. <laughs> You came, so, you came home one day the locks were changed. <laughs> <laughs> the 
life's been on that neutral system, bro. They said, we Mickey now, bro. <laughs> it's Mickey Mouse to you. <laughs> so Mr. Herbalife must be doing well because he got a brick and mortar for the Herbalife. Boom. So the deal was $12 for a smoothie containing allegedly 160 to 200 calories. Now, why does it vary? Because I feel like... Maybe hopefully it's a different smoothie because I feel like the, the <laughs> calories shouldn't really vary like that. So it says a tea that would allegedly burn 140 of those calories right on off, and a shot of aloe, you know, for for skin. You know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're drinking the aloe. I mean, I'm not drinking aloe right now, but I I feel like I should. Can you drink aloe? Yeah, I didn't even aloe. know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. You gotta you gotta go to the Korean store. Well, I they got all the aloe flavors. Oh, there's flavors? You get grape aloe. I'm not. <laughs> you get strawberry aloe, watermelon, kiwi aloe. <laughs> Rub it on your face, put it in your mouth. That's what I'm talking about. We need multi-purpose stuff now. <laughs> just, okay, the economy is bad. I'm like, <laughs> really? what else can I use this toilet paper for? Because it can't just be for my ass, okay? Oh, yeah, look, Judith pulled up the aloes we got right here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I didn't know because mm-hmm. I grew up. My grandmother used to like grow it, and so we just used it as low as oh, because you should make it. Yeah, <laughs> Wagwan. Yeah, exactly. You but, killed it, girl. So you, thank, you, thank you. you. I'm looking you for know. validation for both of y'all for access. So you need two thumbs up. The truth, please, Jack. Be for real. So, so you had that raw out the yeah. She would cut it. Yeah, she would literally cut it, and we would use it as lotion as kids. Yeah, it's good for sunburns too. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows. Yes, the sun. You got red hair, right? Oh, yeah. I love redheads too. That's my favorite hair. If I was, <laughs> if I was white, I would be a redhead. I yeah, know I would. I, yeah. I mean, same. Same. <laughs> That's like the, I don't know why y'all got teased so much because y'all did. They did. They did. They yeah. did. They was calling y'all the devil and stuff. That was not right. <laughs> that was still not do right. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That was not right what they had called y'all. <laughs> Sorry, I brought it back up. <laughs> so allegedly, it's supposed to burn these calories. You're going to be sipping on this aloe. Uh, so Florica Casey says, let me tell you the college girlies ate that shit up. Myself included. Yes, I know you're one of the girlies. Okay. You say aloe to me, you might get me because I'm like, aloe? I like that. So... <laughs> Uh, Florica says, if you ask for a crunch in your smoothie, it made it even better. More mm. on that later. So maybe this man was making the Herbalife tasty. It wasn't tasting like it, it was in Philly for y'all. I love it. But it's like, why we got to be adding stuff to the Herbalife? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a diet. Like It's giving black. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, if you just put a little maple syrup in it, it, it tastes better. We don't need the maple syrup. Y'all want the crunchy herb? What is a crunchy smoothie? <laughs> What are you adding to this? It's like a Bloody Mary. You get like a whole lobster tail in them <laughs> <Yeah>. sometimes. <laughs> and a little cheeseburger on top. You got to do the most. It's supposed to be herbal life. You're supposed to just have herbs. White people are like, no, we're going to put some seasoning. You want some tahini on your rice? What's your herbal life? <laughs> we got some mangoes. Listen, we're going to get a cue. So, um... <clears throat> When you first buy your smoothie, you get an entire Herbalife presentation because Mr. Herbalife was trying to build that down line. I know that's right. He said, I got the up. We're trying to get it down, too. <laughs> so although I had never even encountered a pyramid scheme that I knew of in my life, I could immediately sense that it was a scam upon the presentation. But these smoothies were dank, and I was already hooked. Yeah, he was putting some extra stuff in the damn smoothies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also... Imagine going to Jamba Juice and they're like, all right, well, sit down while we get your mango a go-go. Uh, we got a presentation. <laughs> Would you like to get in the Jamba lifestyle? <laughs> You've heard of Jambo. Now, Jamba. <laughs> oh, 
no, I don't want a presentation with my food. Never. Yeah. Never. Never. I, like at Cheesecake Factory, like what would like to do a membership there or like. Oh, they I, could get me. Really? If they said endless brown bread for life. See, now the brown bread, but like, prefer, like you would pay for a membership for Cheesecake for real? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love Cheesecake Factory. Me? I love the the, the Tex Mex uh, bites. <laughs> Cheesecake Factory sponsored the show. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> and that Cobb salad bussin'. That's like salad oh, for I, four I never, days. I never had the salad at Cheesecake. Yeah, the Cheesecake Cobb. They got a Jamaican black pepper shrimp that is to, is really good. I don't understand how they make all that food in that kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> they know. Like, we got ravioli, we got sushi. No, I know. You it's want like duck a Bible. coffee? <laughs> they, that they have menu, a whole scroll. It's, it's a scroll. Mm-hmm. And then skinny licious. They like we we got some skinny licious. I love a skinny licious menu. It's good. And you know the skinny licious menu. If they have like a, <laughs> a, a dietary restriction or whatever kind of menu, it's always like short. It'd be like a salad. <laughs> <laughs> It'd it, it, be like, we got lettuce here lettuce, for your hungry ass. Lettuce laugh. <laughs> right. But this is like a whole, it has its own little Bible, yeah. the Skinny Licious. It's like it a sure magazine does. in the Bible. It's like, sure are you does. eating healthy? We put the calories next to it. They put it next to the alcohol, too. They're like, are you drinking skinny? Uh, no, you're right. They do. <laughs> you're right. How you drinking? You drinking thick today or you drinking skinny? <laughs> we got you. I love that place. I would do a membership there. Okay. The brown card. I'm into it. And I'm into it. I automatically, they bring me only brown bread when I come because they know I'm a member. I'm into it. Yes. And you get discounts, maybe VIP. Oh, you know? yes. And then maybe you don't have to wait in the line like that no. part. Yes. Come on, Cheesecake, get it together. Sponsor a podcast. <laughs> right. Get it and together. And create this loyalty program right now. Yes. <laughs> create it right now. I don't never want to see a buzzer again. I don't ever want to have my booty buzzing before I eat again. Okay. I want to be VIP. Okay. Come on, Cheesecake at the Grove. Let's start there. We just have a little period. trial period just for me. It's just just me at first. Okay. <laughs> and maybe it's only, always me, just only me. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. So, um, getting back into Florica Casey. Florica Casey says, the problem with $12 a day in a college town is that I didn't have two pennies to rub together. I know that's right. <laughs> So it's like, I spent all my money from my job on alcohol and my roommates, and I stole toilet paper from the library in random yeah. establishments. Same. That's how you do it. You should Same. never pay for toilet paper yeah. in college, okay? If it's free, it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not chaining up that TP, I'm taking it. I know. It's going to be rough, though. It's going to be It is. Sandpaper. Sandpaper. Sandpaper just, wow. But it's just okay. You can exfoliation. It's a two <laughs> You get your coochie exfoliated <laughs> every day, okay? Listen, you got to think about the positives, okay? We're selling a, we're selling a lifestyle. So, uh, Felica says, I decided to see if I could work there to feed my smoothie habit. <laughs> no, they really got you. It's a crack in this I know. Because now you want to work there? I'm trying to tell Crunchy. you. Crunchy? <laughs> might be crack. It might be. That might be the crunch. That you might be onto something. <laughs> so... I've never been like, oh, I love this so much. I'm going to work here so I can just have it. That's, that's addiction. Not even cheesecake. No. I know. I, next time I go to cheesecake, it's going to be me in the front. Like, here go y'all buzzer. <laughs> I had to start paying for my Cobb salad habit. So it says, I was promptly hired as an intern without pay, but for a credit that I'm sure no department would have accepted because this internship exclusively consisted of pumping out smoothies, washing dishes, and ringing up customers. So you were now working for smoothies. Florica. Oh, my gosh. Okay, oh, my gosh. You w- will work for smoothies? Wow. We go, we, okay, we got to... Capitalism is beating our asses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll work for smoothies is ultra down bad. <laughs> and I understand it. I understand it. 
So I decided the two smoothies I was getting per shift weren't good enough and that I required further compensation for my labor. I know that's right. These shifts were only a few hours at a time, and technically the perk was only one smoothie, not two. But those are just details. (laughs) (laughs) I want to stop for just one second because we're getting to the end of your letter, but I think... You told me you were running a scam. Mm-mm. And from what I've heard so far... It's a one-free smoothie. Yeah. What do y'all think? I feel like a smoothie for my labor is not... <laughs> I think you might have been scammed. Yeah. Flo was scammed, for sure. Yeah, Flo. For it's, sure. it's given... Let's see Let's see if you ran it up. Okay, so it says, It took me about 10 seconds to accept that I was being taken advantage of. Okay, okay, okay. You're back with us. And decided to do what any reasonable person would do. Take even more advantage of Herbalife, man. Yes, Mr. Herbalife. Than he is of me and anyone else who's working here for internship credit. So, yeah, oh multiple gosh. interns. Yikes. How Yikes. you interning for Herbalife? Literally. You could really put that on a college CD. We have to try these smoothies. We do. The Crunch Smooth. Yeah. I'm there's there's got to be something in them. I Listen, got to be. I, and I, we know it's Crack Jack. You, 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 you <laughs> yeah, cracked absolutely it. Absolutely rocks. But <laughs> Absolutely rocks. And it rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Those rocks rock. Okay. <laughs> I I mean, only in a college town could you do get away with this type of shit. Because I remember unpaid internships were oh, yes. definitely a thing. I yes. had one for Balfour College Rings. Yes. Now, they did give me a little stipend. And I scammed them because all I did was set up a Facebook page. And then <laughs> I was like, I put y'all on the internet to the future. That's what the kids is using. <laughs> People are liking and poking Balfour Rings. Oh, my God. They definitely going to buy them. And then I got a ring for free. I don't know where the fuck that ring is. Oh, my God. Because that used to be a thing, like, in the 80s, I guess. Like, people would wear their college rings around. Yes, they would. Yeah. And they'd be like, put her there. And yeah. And they'd be like, oh, a Harvard man. Yes. You got your You're ugly right. big ring on. <laughs> You're right. You're right. My mom had her ring. Yeah. Man, that was a good scam. It I was. wish I had been a part of it when it was popping. <laughs> that was before college really, like, they were like, oh, yeah, you can't really do anything with this degree. Sorry. <laughs> we lied. Or these rings. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen somebody with a college ring. I, on you know, age. we need to get we need to call our universities and be like, "Hi, we need these for free, for free, for free." Because they were like two hundred dollars. Yes, of them could be like five hundred dollars. Yes, yeah. And they have the gems. My mom had her emerald. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could put real like you could get it tricked out. Yes, yes. That the was I've never seen it on Ace Ventura. Like this isn't a thing in the UK. These college rings. So. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, this was our favorite scam. It was like, did you go to college, but you still kind of want to feel like a rapper, and then you get a big ass gaudy <laughs> ring. Yes. Yeah, and okay. they made little ones further. Like, are you a woman with little hands? Yes. <laughs> you can also have a big ass gaudy ring. <laughs> Let me call Temple University. I want my ring. I had one University of Pittsburgh. I don't know where oh it's my at. Gosh. I don't know where it's at. And, and look, oh, so oh Jack, this is wow. where you Wow. Now, okay, this is taking me back because now I remember my dad definitely has a college ring. Yes. Wow. Are these everyday Mm -hmm. wear? Are these special occasion wear? Like, no, Jack. This was an everyday (laughs) situation. You wore it everywhere, so people Mm. know you went to college. When college, Ralph's like, hey, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that looks like Rod Dungate's rings. Remember Rod? Oh and then they God. started trying to make them like more chic. See the little like yeah, the, yeah with the sapphire, the like hot. Yeah, they started to get an engagement ring territory. I know the pinky rings. I can't imagine you can it. stack them if you had a lot of student debt. Whoa, look at that! <laughs> if someone yeah. tried to get engaged to me with a college ring, that it would take the cake. For <laughs> me. Oh, Jack proposed with the college I, ring. It, it, it would take me no? down. I'm like, what? What's happening here? What's happening? <laughs> Listen, he said, "You are my institution." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of sexy. That's kind of sexy. <laughs> I can't. Okay. So, fuck a four years, I'm going to get into doctorates. <laughs> degrees on degrees. Yes. 
will you be my professor? I'm stopping. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> so uh, let's see if Florica got her lick back. I don't know, Florica. Let's see. So Florica said that I'm going to take more advantage of Mr. Herbalife than he's taking of me. Let's see if you did. Mm-hmm. So everybody working here for internship credit. Next thing I know, people I, I know are rolling up and I'm stamping their buy 10 smoothies, get one free cards, Yikes. two, three, four, shit, even five times. Yikes. So there's crack in the smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> this is your scam. Is. You're just getting... First of all, what is a buy 10 smoothies, get one it's not free? The, it's never that deep. It's These smoothies, it's never that deep. And I feel like people must be getting 10 in a week because... It has to be. Yeah, it's something going on. So by the end, I got reckless, and I'd stamp the whole damn card up for buying just one <laughs> smoothie. You want an extra tea? That will definitely make you burn off almost all the entire caloric value of that smoothie. Here you go. Fuck it up, sis. <laughs> <laughs> want a little Herbalife meal bar on the side? Sure, whatever. I didn't pay for it. Eventually, I would see the boxes of those meal bars completely empty, and I would just empty the entire thing oh into... <laughs> Wait, what? This is eventually I would see the boxes of those meal bars and empty the entire thing into my box. Oh, my God. What is your box? Your purse? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I has to be. Yeah. In a matter of weeks, I was more than openly stealing from this man, and none of my friends were paying for smoothies. I felt like it was justified because this man didn't pay us a single dollar, and wow. he was exploiting college kids willing to work in exchange for sustenance and exploiting the college kids paying for these products he straight up lied about. Yeah, he was definitely lying because y'all said it was nasty. My God. Nasty. And he it was a crunch. It never had no crunch in it. No, not a crunch inside. <laughs> I ain't never not had a, a crunch. Not, in not, my a, life. not a crunch inside. He put nerds ropes in these <laughs> shit. Pop rocks. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't hear no sounds when you hold the smoothie up to your ear. <laughs> no, that don't sound healthy at all. No. <laughs> So due to my recklessness and obvious disdain for Mr. Herbalife, I was quickly caught and fired. You can't be fired where you don't work. <laughs> right. At. Well, what that mean? And Sorry, like, you can't do unpaid labor for the rest of your life here. <laughs> Get out of here, free worker. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's not fire. Don't don't put that on your heart, sis. You were never fired. You can't fire. You can't be fired someplace you never worked. I mean, and it says this was this obviously didn't bother me at all, as it shouldn't. And I felt my Robin Hood moment was complete. By the way, when these sorority bitches asked for crunch in their 160 calorie smoothie, the secret ingredient was crushed up Heath bar. Oh my Literally god, what is mean girls? That's like mean girls. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Does sugar have carbs? Everybody's no. a diabetic. This no. is the best. I can't even. These poor girls, they don't even know what they signed up for. So she's like the Sojourner Truth of smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. People are so unserious. I can't deal with you, Dayo. I'm so tired of y'all. Okay, if y'all y'all know y'all know Keith Lee, right? Yeah. So you know how he tore up Atlanta. <laughs> Never gonna recover. Never. He can never go to Atlanta. He's not safe. He needs bodyguards. He needs a bulletproof vest. If you don't know who Keith Lee is, he's a wonderful um, ex MMA fighter who now like just uh, goes to restaurants and yes. analyzes the food. But now that he's famous on TikTok, he doesn't go in himself. He sends his whole family tree. Um, he and does. Somebody on Twitter was he like, does. "People got a whiteboard studying <laughs> ten generations of Keith Lee's family because <laughs> he sends like his mama in. He sends in his wife. He sends yeah. in his little baby. He sends in he anybody." Does. It's not him. And they'll go order the food, and then he'll be in the car, and he'll be like, 10 out of 10. I like this. The sauce was a little sweet for me, but it could be something that you like. And, like, he's, like, he's Phenomenal. very positive. Even if he, like, yeah. doesn't love it himself, he's like, it might be something that you enjoy. I'll say that. And, like, you know, Gil comment on the service. He went to Atlanta, and we know if you've been to Atlanta, the service in Atlanta, first of all, every restaurant got a hookah machine. Yes. A step and repeat. Yes. 
I'm a DJ. Yeah. Disco lighting. I don't know why. Why is the light spinning next to my steak freaks? What's happening? <laughs> and it's everybody got to be a nightclub. You got to get bottle service at your table that is supposed to be a restaurant. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you got sushi and you got bottles. And yes. To go with it. Get the mango that really bring out the, the fish <laughs> and the salmon. And so he's getting the worst service ever. And so he's not even commenting on the service. He's just like, we couldn't, they wouldn't take us. Uh, they told us to get out. Uh, they called us the N-word. And, but, you know, I, if you like it, I love it. Like, go back there. I'm not saying anything bad about the business. That was just my experience. Yes, they did stab me. But that was just like... <laughs> <laughs> But he's still being nice about it. He does. Tore the whole city up. And then Atlanta, they were like, we've been saying this forever. We've been on yes. we've been on the better yes. business bureau. We've been calling everybody, telling y'all they treat us bad down here. So everybody turned up. And then why I see somebody on Twitter, this is right, this is, I told you this was a full circle moment. <laughs> you called her Sojourner Truth of Smoothies. Somebody said, I'm so glad that Keith Lee came to Atlanta and exposed these horrible restaurants. Thank you, Martin Luther Keith. <laughs> I am <laughs> I was like, I need y'all to take something seriously. I'm finished. Oh my goodness. I need black people to just take one thing seriously. <laughs> one day, please. Okay? I'm just begging. <laughs> Robbery! Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, <laughs> the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess that takes us to the biggest segment of the show, my favorite segment, Historic Hoodwinks. This is where we're going to regale Jack and Danielle, Danielle and Jack, with 
a famous con caper group of criminals. We'll see. And we're just going to get your opinions all throughout. And um, as I mentioned above, above is, can y'all read a podcast? <laughs> Scroll up in when I was talking um, before. So Jack and Danielle, Danielle and Jack, they have a very amazing online presence and one of their very very viral moments that <laughs> i've been obsessed with is the parisian bed bug <laughs> that then <laughs> fell in love with the cockroach literally <laughs> so i've watched these sketches over and over again because they're so fucking funny but um i was curious before we get started in here because we are going to kind of be in this territory of like furniture and things like that so if you don't know there was like a huge bed bug outbreak during paris fashion yeah. week or it was just during like in Paris. I'm saying during Paris. Like, while Paris is going on as a country, um, <laughs> while they're going on as a country, they had a huge bed bug outbreak that was, the bed bugs are, like, resistant to yeah. the chemicals that normally kill them, too. And so they're on the trains, on the planes, on the automobiles, and the hotels. So then, <laughs> tell me how y'all math <laughs> to this situation. <laughs> and if you haven't seen the videos, you have to go on their TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> I think the seed was planted like nine months ago, actually, because wow. we were in Paris we were for New Year. Just yeah, and had some interesting animal situations happening yes, at Michelin star restaurants. And so we were at this place, what? and it was gorgeous. And it was um, in an old museum with a view of the Eiffel Tower. And it was stunning, and I was, and like it, the lights were dimming, the Eiffel Tower was glowing, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, so it's nine p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, exactly. And throughout, throughout the meal, though, the lights would just dim down a little bit, and I was and like, then they "Ooh!" Go back and, like, and then I was like, "Oh my god, Jack, stop touching my legs!" And he's like, "I'm not touching you." No. And I was like, "What the? F- who's touching me, girl?" I look under mice, 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 mice. And the reason they were dimming the lights is because they suddenly would like scurry out, and so they would just be Literally. like, "Oop." Mice. So it's so instead of an exterminator, they said we just go turn the lights off real quick when the yeah. mice got a scam. Commute. Literally, Ratatouille and his friends. It really took and they me was down. Rubbing on you, rubbing on me, and I was like. I, I did they li- pay for your meal? Yeah, they did. I mean, like literally, I was like, I'm at the mice because they paid for <laughs> no, 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 there's no. I was so done, and it wasn't and even it was the first delicious, time. Though. And it was so annoying because the food was so good, and I was like, I can't. I'm sick for the rest of the trip. We went to another cafe, more mice, more. So that was like kind of our. Sec- How many times have we gone to Paris? Like, I think three? T- together we've gone three times. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that was kind of, I was like, okay, Paris, y'all are, this is tough. And I'm from New York. So I'm like, Listen, this, is, this, this is tough. I don't want to victim blame, but you did get those mice in Philly very strong. <laughs> no, no, I did. Listen, you're right. <laughs> and during the floods in New York, everyone was like, oh, all the mice are going to drown. They're going to drown. And then our big mice problem. And they were like, no, mice love swimming. They're they actually love. excellent swimmers. Literally. I read a, a study. And I was freaked the fuck out because I Googled it because like I saw it on Twitter. But, you know, you can't just <laughs> trust me, bro. It's not a source. So I was like, well, let me look this up. And they really did do this study at some college. I want to say Stanford. I could be wrong. But um, where they had mice and they dropped them into this like pool of water oh and to God. see how long they could swim for. Mm-hmm. So the first time they did it, they swam for like 15 minutes before they started getting tired and kind of like about to drown. So then they pull them out. Right. Then they drop them back in. And these motherfuckers swept. They swam. Mm-hmm. Mousy Phelps. I want to say they swam for like 64 hours. It's something crazy. Oh my God. It's something crazy. Hold oh my on. God. Judith, we got to pull this That's up. That's like Nyad, that lady that swam from Cuba to Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. What? And these are the same mice that could only do 15 minutes the first time. Then they're yes. like, 
It's all right. We know now. Because mice are survivors. They, <laughs> oh, like, my God. They were like, I'm a survivor. They were like, oh, we getting back in the water? Oh, bitch. Like, because I guess they swam longer because they were like, when we was finna drown, somebody pulled us out. So now we just going to keep swimming because somebody going to save us. We're going to oh get to God. a tree. Thrivers. Wow. Mousy Phelps. Okay, wait. I just have to look this up real quick before That's we get insane. to insane. I want to say it's like 60 hours. It was something that had me like, I was like, okay, I can't ever sleep again. Like, what? yeah. Paris, I mean, it was lit. It had, I mean, but the thing is, New York also has rats. So, you know, for me, I was kind of like, okay, fine, whatever. So they but, were cute. The mice were like, were they like... Oh, no, I can't. Rodents, I could do any like, other thing. Like no, my, I don't like them. Size. I don't like any I, I can't, I can't. Like, I could do anything else, but rodents is really... Yeah, three, three days. Three days. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Three days. Okay. They said, all right, bet. <laughs> we live in the water now. I'm Shamu, bitch. I need, I need Pixar to do something on this, because this is... Look, look, look at this. this. No way. No <laughs> Oh, uh, and a little motherfucker enjoying it too. No, literally. No. No. Give him a pina colada. I hate this. This bitch, this bitch is at the water park. No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Literally. Get that off my screen. Oh, this, my God. This is how the Parisian bed bug things happen because we were like, it was so much going on in Paris when we first went. And then all of my friends were at Paris Fashion Week. And I was just like, y'all, one of these bed bugs is going to travel in your front lace and end up no, back here in, in, in the lace front wig. I just believed it. I was like, this is my Pixar dream that a BB bed bug, you know, we know she's bougie. We know she's probably at the Ritz living. She has a little cigarette. She has a little fur coat. I think she traveled in a model's wig. <laughs> And came and was on the plane and was like, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> she was in the bus down. <laughs> By accident. And that's how she got in L.A. and in New York and in London now. We had no idea it was going to go viral like that, but we're grateful it did. I just ended up in Forbes. I know. Forbes. It's wild. Mag- I'm looking at you in Forbes right now. Oh, my God. The Money Magazine. It's like of all the... You done took bed bugs of to the top. Bed billionaire. Bed billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> and then now Jack is the roach. So we're giving the people Shondaland for uh, animals, and I love it. I, I love l- that we're calling these bugs animals now because they're strong. <laughs> somebody, they're stronger than bugs Somebody now. said infestation, a true love story, and I'm sick. Oh, that's that's wonderful. <laughs> infestation? Because you can't get rid of that kind of love. No, you cannot. You cannot. Oh, my gosh. That little cigarette is taking me out. It's so good. It's so good. Taking me out. So in our historic hoodwink, we're talking about uh, 2016 time period. Bill Pallet and Charles Horman. Y'all love to give me some names. Horman. <laughs> I actually like that Horman. Mr. Horman. <laughs> <laughs> Were two of the most famous men in the French art world. In 2016, this was also the same year that Bill admitted to police that he had forged at least four chairs built for France's royal, host- uh, royal household. So how do you forge a chair is... Because when you make it, it's real, right? Right. <laughs> Unless you're like, this is 300 years old. <laughs> okay. Shout out to you. Yeah. Listen, how long the earth been around? If I took the materials from the earth, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Just how long I... did that tree take to like grow? You know? Period. Yeah, because we had to cook the tree up. That took a while. <laughs> season it. Yeah, we had to season it. Get that bark real good. Carve it up. Yeah, carve yeah. it up. I'm, I'm not seeing a lot here, Bill. Right now, I'm on your side. So a little bit about Bill. Bill became an expert in antique chairs because he wanted to write his master's thesis on them. Wow, look at Bill. Look he at does Bill. look like somebody yeah. who loves a chair. Sure does. Now, I'm going to say for the chairs that these chairs aren't really given for me. I <laughs> thought he was going to have better chairs than these. Same. I don't think he made those ones. Maybe. You don't think he made those? <laughs> But I feel like if you all about chairs, I'm not even going to sit next to a chair in a chair that don't look like my vibe. <laughs> you absolutely right. 
If that's my masters, like the chair's got to be bad bitches on my arms. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, no. This is giving like 1970s. It's giving. Oh my god. I don't know why it's taking me back to that moment uh, where Janet Jackson got uh, burnt with that iron in good times. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's giving me. I don't know why they did Janet like that. (laughs) So um, he's since become known as a leading expert in 18th century century French furniture with particular expertise in armchairs. Them chairs didn't even have no arms No, they didn't. Not one. (laughs) That's what you're supposed to know. Where the arm at? Those are Donna chairs. That's why they're (laughs) avant-garde. Oh. (laughs) So sometimes I like some armless. You know what I mean? (laughs) Got to switch it up. Keep the hoes guessing. I want to know how you get into chairs this hard. Do either of you have I, any hobbies that you're, like, into real hard? Jack, why your face go like that? You got one, on, don't talk, you? Talk no. about your hobbies, Jack. I, I don't <laughs> what you set you up like that? <laughs> talk about your hobbies, Jack. What, I what mean, that's it? kind of how I got into data coaching, but, it's, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Scammed his way into a career. This yeah. is white men. This is it. I love you that know what? You, Jack. It would have been a hobby in the UK, but then you came to America, and we have to monetize our hobbies, okay? <laughs> that's how hobbies start. Period. You're like, oh, let me take a little clay-making class, and then the next thing you know you on Etsy setting up a shop <laughs> slinging clay ashtrays I'm not gonna hold you I literally was on TikTok looking at people making candles I was like this gonna be it <laughs> <laughs> this is the next thing Jack get the rosemary get the rosemary <laughs> listen we're gonna have to start making whatever we can okay, okay. I'm gonna say I got some products actually in the back and when we finish the podcast I'm gonna I'll give y'all a quick presentation <laughs> and then I'm gonna let y'all go okay you get a smoothie with it too <laughs> <laughs> so um after school Bill works for the DDA Aaron Art Gallery in Paris the DDA area yeah don't listen to this jack um in <laughs> Bali, it's the leading gallery for french art and masterworks okay. i don't like the word masterworks i feel <laughs> i don't know that felt racism to me primary works <laughs> yeah 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 primary works master the er was hitting a little hard on the masterworks it's two it's two r's in there that's too many r's um so due to his background in art history, he developed a reputation with prominent art collectors. He also lived a luxury lifestyle and spent extravagantly. Of course he did. When yeah. you make your whole career paint teams. I know. That's it. You got money. <laughs> so my career, no, I don't make any electricity. I don't make anything that you need. I make paintings. Actually, I don't even make them. I just look at them. And I know a lot about them. Period. Period. So, according to one lawyer involved in the case, he spends more on old Bordeaux in a Mm -hmm. year than I earn in my job. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of good wine. Oh, uh, Caitlin, I love that you put a note here, but I am bougie. I know what Bordeaux is, but thank you. If you don't know what Bordeaux is, it's an expensive wine from the Bordeaux region of France. (laughs) So, he was going over to Bordeaux to get the Bordeaux. I mm, love that. I'm into it. So about Mr. Horman, Charles Horman. Charles Horman grew up in a wealthy family in Paris. Of course, they both rich. I mean, <laughs> you got to start on third base with this. Look at, okay. Okay. Now, now his chairs are giving more than Bill's were. Yeah. And look at that. I love a man crossing his leg. It's just. That's a lot of sock. I can't. That is a long sock. How long is the sock going? Is it a knee? <laughs> he got on knee socks. I feel like I my think it's just a onesie had these kind of chairs. I feel like he go k- kick off these dress shoes and bend them like Beckham. Like, <laughs> like Beckham, like, where are you going in these long ass socks? He said, y'all ain't seeing no ankle. I'm a classy whore man. I love that. <laughs> I, we had the bootleg version of these chairs. The ones on the right. Up. Yeah, yeah. The, on the right. Yeah. 
the Burlington Co Factory versions. Oh, so y'all was out here bootlegging chairs too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for Why is the Burlington Co Factory selling chairs? <laughs> they sell everything. <laughs> they said coats, pots, pants, <laughs> chairs, Christmas ornaments. You want a J roller for your neck and your face? Burlington got you, boo. Bed in the bag set. Everything. You know what you're right, because when I was in college, I went to Burlington <laughs> and got that bed in the bag. <laughs> that 24-piece bed in the bag. For $50. With the sham. With the sham. <laughs> These European shams for cushions no one has. <laughs> Pillows sold separately. <laughs> Listen, do they still have Burlington's? They do. Sure do. Yeah, y'all go, y'all go in there and get your whole apartment. That's the starter apartment. You just go in there, you get your whole apartment. They got everything they you need. Everything, everything. Everything. Everything to start your apartment. Yes. 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 And a little snack on the way. Burlington sponsored the show. Yeah, they got some snacks and weird <laughs> snacks. What is with Ross and Burlington and just I know, they'd be like honey mustard pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> just food that nobody has seen anywhere else. Only sold here. Is it, is it even like... FDA approved. Yes. I know, that's true. I feel like it all be expired. Where did this come from? <laughs> it's like all the snacks you would see, you know, gift baskets, which we need to get rid of those. They're a scam. Because yes. whenever you get a gift basket from a corporation or something, it's just the nastiest, weirdest shit you've never seen in your life before. And I feel like it's all from Burlington Co. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. That's my new company. So, um, Charles struggled in antique galleries for being too aggressive and crude. So he was like, y'all bitches want some old chairs or no? And they were like, calm down, Charles. Chill out. This is a classy establishment. He's like, do you want this old ass chair or no, bitch? So at the age of 25, he decided to go solo. So he went independent Ooh. from the gallery. He began dedicated, uh, or he became dedicated to identifying and authenticating pieces of furniture and art. I love that because who says who gets to say what's authentic? He does yeah. now. <laughs> and I want to, um, uh, before we continue, Charles was a protege of Bill's. He was mm-hmm. a student of Bill's courses. Mm-hmm. So uh, Bill was teaching other people how to see old stuff mm. and tell people that it's old. <laughs> this is a scam I need to get into. No, honestly, I'm ready. We yeah. could tag team. We could. I, I like, I'd be like, that's old. <laughs> that's new. Dusty. Dusty. Sell it. Dusty. <laughs> it's got the A, A1 Dusty, okay? This is very old. <laughs> we don't give years. <laughs> we don't give any kind of time frame. We're just like, that's real old. That's super old. <laughs> So, for example, in 2012, he bought an armchair. This is Mr. Horman. He bought an armchair at an auction for $16,250 and sold it the following year for $788,000. Wow. By proving its authenticity and tracking its provenance to, in quotes, a very sweet heart surgeon in Memphis, Tennessee, who possessed no idea of what he had on his hands. Oh, my gosh. So he didn't say But he dropped 16 grand on this chat to begin with. Yes, from this <laughs> sweet heart surgeon. He calls the man sweet in wow. Memphis, Tennessee. He also called him country. He was like, this bump, this bumpkin didn't even know he had $800,000 chair in his house, and I stole it from him. <laughs> I love bragging. Like, this is like a rich people brag. Instead of like, you know, everyday people, we might be like, oh, I got this on sale. Yeah. And then, you know, rich people are like, I stole this from a fool. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know. <laughs> I just started laughing real hard as soon as he gave it to me. <laughs> he was like, why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> It's literally that, though. Right. They're like, how much wage that did you do, Billington? <laughs> oh, I got them good this year. <laughs> Killed a couple of them. <laughs> Families tried to sue. I made them sign an NDA. <laughs> 
Cheers. <laughs> so on the other hand, he's been uh, Charles has also been known for calling out forgeries. So he's also okay. a hater. Okay. So he, not only is he stealing from folks uh, in the heartland, he's also a hater. So he was like real versus fake. Wow. The, the, wow. the real one has no cushions. Which makes sense because <laughs> how long could you keep a cushion? Yeah, if you're from right. The past. Well, that's crazy. This is like pre Amazon dupes. <laughs> <laughs> I love but he'd be the person going around and be like, they're fake. <laughs> That's a dude. But also, I love that you can't even really tell sometimes because one of those like looks fancier and nicer in yes. color and it's actually the real one. The real and one. then the other one looks like all faded Dusty. and shit and it's the fake one. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I don't know why people would want old furniture. People weren't bathing that good in the past. Ah! <laughs> I don't want that on my body. Talk about a bed bug. I <laughs> <laughs> no, they were not bathing good enough. For they me to were not. Out. They were not at all. <gasps> so Charles is so skilled that in 2012 he discovered a fake by licking a chair. Never. And recognizing one restorer's melted licorice paint used to make the new wood oh, wow. look old. Wow, he really he could have got the whole bubonic plague again off of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not licking no. That's chairs. how COVID started. It was Charles licking all old ass chairs. <laughs> chairs. Nah, I'm good. I'm good on that. <laughs> oh, there's something so extra and scamming to me by being like, yeah, I gotta authenticate the chair. Hold on, let me get my mouth out. Yo, get your mouth out on the chair. No. It's a grown ass man just licking the furniture. <laughs> Never. Like, eh, nah, that don't taste old. <laughs> that don't taste old to me. Oh, God. What the hell? I, honestly, I wouldn't believe him. Once you start licking the chair, I'm like, I'm out. Something's up, bro. I don't believe you no more. So later, he learned that the Palace of Versailles bought the chair and he emailed them with his findings. So then he emailed the Palace of Versailles and said, I done licked on that chair and trust me, not old. So he also confronted Bill, who denied that he did anything mm. wrong. So now Charles used to be studying Bill. Now he hating on Bill, mm-hmm. yeah. saying that Bill's selling fake chairs. And he, fake friends. With the evidence this of is, mouth. This is it. <laughs> this is how it's How do you even write that down? <laughs> so I, I put that on my mouth on that one the other day. <laughs> it's not real. Trust me. So Versailles responded mm-hmm. to Charles by forwarding his email to Bill, Messi, who threatened him with a lawsuit. According to one reporter, Versailles is one of France's great institutions, and for some pallets, or some of Bill's crimes are actually fraud against the national identity. Oh, wow. Yeah, so this isn't just selling a bootleg on Amazon. It's <laughs> not also, like, click on my TikTok shop. What is the email for the Palace of Versailles? Is it like Marie Antoinette at AOL.com? <laughs> like, what are we, like, what is it? <laughs> At Yahoo, like, at <laughs> voulez-vous coucher? Exactly. <laughs> We're very unserious here. Um, but I, also, so funny to try to put somebody in jail or sue them for a fake chair. Yeah. Don't we have better things to do with the tax dollars? We do. I know we do. I know we do. I mean, does he get a kickback from this as well? Mm. <sighs> yeah, because also, Charles, you studied under Bill. <laughs> yeah. Bill taught you everything you know. Yeah. Maybe not the licking. I don't know if he taught you how to do that, but he taught you everything else, right? And you're going to hate on your professor? That's like getting like grabbing a grasshopper from Mr. Miyagi and oh, then yeah. hitting him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Like, who, you got no loyalty? Damn. So a few months later, Charles discovered more forgeries, excuse me, acquired by Versailles and decided to investigate. So now he's just the number one chair hater in 
in all of France. It involved two of four chases, which Versailles bought for $1.9 million. Oh which, why are y'all even buying furniture, Versailles? Is Literally. this an old building? Now, don't you already got it? They have enough. Yeah. They have a, we just went. We were just there <laughs> when we were in. Uh, and we, you're not allowed to sit on them. So, like, what's the point of that? <laughs> You, you know? can't sit on the $2 million shades. You can't even faint on it. No, you can't, can't touch get it. Up to you it. can't even wear backpacks because they're afraid that the backpack will, we'll like, swing and will hit take, it. Will swing. Yeah. Oh, I thought you was going to try to put the chase <laughs> in the backpack. Like a Mary Poppins bag. Just... <laughs> My grandma would do something like that. I'm not going to hold it. She's like, this vase is liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, liquor. <laughs> they don't need this. They ain't gonna miss it. They ain't gonna miss it. So one of Charles's clients said Bill had attempted to sell the chases to him for $250,000 several years earlier, claiming that they were royal. So he said, I already, somebody tried to run me these and I licked them and I said they ain't tasting right. So in addition to several other acquired by the collectors in the museum, the total number of chairs added up to too many for the set. So he said it's only about 13 bitches of these out here, right? And <laughs> and you've got 25. <laughs> so I'm going to correct that. He said there's only 12 of these hoes out here, but you got 13. So where does extra one come from? <laughs> they threw in a little something extra? No, that's not how old stuff works. So that was enough to tip Charles off that there was something afoot. Mm. Not you counting chairs, but I need y'all to get a real life. So upon further investigation, he also began noticing that there were hallmarks on some of the items oh, wow. of furniture that indicated that some of Bill's favorite colleagues might have worked on the pieces, indicating a fake. So now Ooh. he on the bill hot because he's like, okay. He got a web. He got the board up. Yes. He got the red string. Yes, yes. It's all just going to chairs. <laughs> Olivia Pope. He went full Olivia Pope. Viola Davis. Yes. He got the walk. <laughs> Stomping up to Versailles with the Viola Davis walk. <laughs> How to get away with chairs. <laughs> so... He's saying, like, okay, wait a minute. This got a little signature on it mm-hmm. that is actually Bill's homeboy. Mm. So Bill authenticated this chaise, and Bill homeboy looked like he worked on a chaise. So is this a ring? Is this a mm. ring? And also, Charles, you're such a hater. Let these people get their rocks off. Who cares about old chairs? So the investigation. Now, mm. now he done deputized himself. <laughs> <laughs> Not the chair police. <laughs> Okay, okay. So the couch constable. Uh, Over the next year, Charles found three more fakes in the museum collection. He contacted the curators of Versailles, but for three years, he was ignored. Because why would they care? Yeah. Yeah. Who who does this hurt? Mm. A chair. And then also... (laughs) (laughs) Are you singing Luther (laughs) Vandross? They hurt Luther Vandross. He cared about chairs. And the chair is not a house, and the house is not a home. No one's sitting there. Do, 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 do. That was so black. Danielle, please be serious. For one moment, we're talking about chairs. It's yeah. important. So we're wrapping this chair fiasco up. In 2015, he received a call from a detective in the OCBC, a division mm. of the French National Police, set up to fight cultural trafficking. Oh, wow. Trafficking feels like too strong of a word. Really? Not over this Ashley furniture? Because cultural trafficking, (laughs) for me, would be like the slaves that Yeah, quite quite literally. I feel like we were culturally trafficked. (laughs) And everything in their museums. (laughs) Yeah. The British Museum is just cultural trafficking. Um, Y'all could start there. Y'all might want to start at the British Museum. Just be like, give these people their shit back. (laughs) Everything. Period. That's what I love about museums because they're just like places that white people are like, yeah. look at all the stuff we, we stole. stole. <laughs> Literally. And pay for it. 
<laughs> Pay for the experience. The natives, at it. they couldn't handle it. We had to put it in a glass box and put a little light on it. They don't know how to do that in Africa. The ultimate scam. They don't got boxes with little lights. Mm. They don't mm. got, look at my tiny feather duster. They don't got that over there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they needed us to take it. They asked. They gave it to us. Mm. <laughs> That's really where the UK got. Because uh, you know that uh, big ugly hat that they wear during coronation? You know, the purple one that uh, Charles had on, that ugly bitch. Mm-hmm. What is that called? The, it, the the crown royal hat. Yeah, it's... The crown royal hat. <laughs> it's like one of the... It's like St. George's crown or something. Yes. But yeah, it's the coronation crown. Isn't there like a, the, the biggest the movie in the diamond. middle is uh, the diamonds from India, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, they were like, they gave it to us. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh they say God. they want it back now, but they definitely gave it to no, us. No, they gave it to us, though. <laughs> Don't do that. No, no. They tried it. They tried it. Yeah. it's yeah. Gener- a generational try. <laughs> Honestly, how far away do I need to get from something generationally for me not to have stolen it anymore? I, truly. These it's are... been in the family for years. The coin nor or something. That's I think it. It's called. Oh, wow. But, yeah. Yeah, they were like, no, they gave it to us. Don't even worry about it. Don't look too hard. Exactly. But it literally. And then I love that, like, the British people, sorry, Jack, y'all had no fucking drip. You took this expensive ass diamond, you go put it in this ugly ass fucking hat. I want to put change in that hat. That exactly. hat is for change. Exactly. And... <laughs> the congregation just has to get out the collections. That's a collection plate. Oh, my okay. God. Why you gonna have that on your head? That's goofy as hell. They need a reality. TV show, to be honest, the royal family. It Ooh, is so I ghetto. I watch it. It's so it's ghetto. So ghetto. It's so ghetto. Oh, just give it to us. Yeah, I'm tired of the crown faking on y'all. Just give it to us. Yes. And honestly, you're gonna need it because it's getting dry over there. It is. I it mean, is. Are, the, are the girls still going up as hard as they used to for no. the royal family? Mm-mm. Yeah, I feel like with the economy the way it is, <laughs> <laughs> we just can't go as hard. Yeah. The last time I went hard was like I did. I was up at 6 a.m. for um. Okay, I won't lie. When I was in New York, I was up at 6 a.m. for William and Kate because that was my yeah. childhood was the William and Kate. And then I found out she was a dirty bitch. And I was like, I hate ah. you now. Sorry. I <laughs> uh, hate that. Hug. So is he, but. Down with her. Um, but then I was up for the Black Princess because I was like, oh, yes. Princess Tiana. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was up for that too, for sure. Yeah, I had to be for there sure. for that. I had to be there. For and she sure. and she ate the girls up. She, she did. really did. She a quiet really did. slay. She said, "Y'all put a little blush on me. The genetics are doing it. I don't even need makeup. Okay, I'm better than all these bitches in the UK. <laughs> From suits to I mean, a story. I mean, like what a coming of age come up in iconic." Like Megan, we got a role for you on Bridgerton. She said, like, "You know, what? I'm actually gonna live Bridgerton." <laughs> like what? You can write the roles after me. Right. She said, "Acting the ghetto, literally." <laughs> you have to go on set for how long a day? For, I just act for a living. For every actor, there's a prince out there waiting for you. I promise. That's it. Where is mine, Zamuna? It's, it's coming. It's coming. Prince or princess, we can do whatever. Okay? It's coming. Because of this working shit, I'm tired of it. <laughs> they say you got to do it till you die. Well, she working too, though. They Because, you know, yeah, they, left. they left. They left. Yeah. They left. Yes. So they got to work took now. They got to work. <laughs> now they got a Netflix deal. Harry is working heavy right now. He's like, we got to pay the staff. Harry, <laughs> the Tyler Perry. Harry in the writer's room. <laughs> this with, Tyler, when Tyler Perry took them in, he, I, Harry was like, hey, Tyler, let's, let's talk business. <laughs> I'm thinking I've got I, stories. Could, I could guest star in Medea next. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> he was like, when are you going to make one, one of them white people movies you did, like a family, a family <laughs> of praise? Just watched it last week. It's Just good. Watched, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> Yo, I just watched it last week. So a family that praise had me. He said, what if we did Thelma and Louise, but we also did Young and the Restless, but then we also did... It was so we put Kathy Pates in there. 
and the Kathy base of it all, I was like, I'm watching anything Kathy's in. Don't every, every say time. less. Every time. You said cat. No, stop there. <laughs> it's in it with Bates, right? I'll be there. I'll be there. Misery, I listen. Anything Kathy Everything. in, I'm going to eat it up. So, <laughs> I don't know how we got there. I know. I know. But okay. Oh, yeah. Because we were talking about the OCBC, a division of the French National Police set up to fight cultural trafficking. Saying, so, in 2015, the OCBC called. and was like, ring, ring. And, uh, ring, ring. Ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I forgetting? I want to say au revoir, but that says goodbye. Bonjour. Bonjour. There we go. Bonjour. <laughs> I need your help, they said. Investigators were first tipped off by several suspicions. All cash purchases by chauffeurs in Paris. So they're like, why y'all buying everything in cash? Hmm? Curious. Giving money laundering. I mean, that's where you do your money laundering at. Yeah. Art. Uh, yeah. Our basil is just money laundering. Yeah. And I'm trying to get involved. Low key, same. There was a banana that went for over six figures. I think it went this for like $120,000. Like, it was a banana taped to a wall. Mm-hmm. Come on now. My dream is that Jack someone eat it? can just become a scammer for our family. Like that I could just feed him the scams and he could be the white face behind them. Yeah. That's like all I want. And he's like, I'm kind hearted person. That's fine. That's fine. Thank That's you doing fine. reparations for us. Literally. We were culturally trafficked. <laughs> and this is how you're going to help us. Literally. Please. Sell us a banana. Are you kidding? Like, really? It's an NFT. Yeah, be for real. Come on. Listen, NFTs are down super ultra bad. I don't know <laughs> how they didn't know that those were. <laughs> Man, I wish I had got in on the ground floor. <laughs> you telling me I could have sold memes? <laughs> <laughs> they literally. You literally don't even have to own it. They don't even physically. They, they took the scam to a level that was just so beautiful. They said, we're going to sell you something that you can look at for free on the internet. Literally. But you'll have a little code that says it's yours. Yeah, you can you can look at this little number every night. And I was serious on those NFTs too. I was like, Jack, we got to we got to figure this out. How do we do it? And Jack was like, I have no idea, and we're not. Doing it. I love that Danielle's constantly feeding you. Yeah. Like, baby, wake up! Baby, wake up! I literally. How I we do not want this? any Ethereum. I buy. Thank you. We got to come up with our own coin. Love coin. <laughs> bed, bed, bed. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Yes. Ooh, bed bugs, bed bit. I'm into it. I'm into I it. Because like then bitten. you've also been bitten by the bed bug, so it's like yes. you've been bed bit. And just like you know? an infestation, your money can only grow infinitely. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Come on now, Boom. we gotta do this. Oh, Jack, you gotta do this for us. <laughs> you have... Welcome to Bed Bit. <laughs> oh, we got a podcast now? Yeah. Damn. That's synergy. That's synergy. Jack, you got it. You got it. After the show, we'll, we'll talk and we'll get you. You're gonna be the face of it. Uh, especially because you're British. People really trust British. This is people. what I'm saying. Put them in the suit. It's a wrap. Oh, man. Yeah, I've seen you in the suit. I saw y'all wear him. Yeah, yeah. It's a wrap. You're going to sell it. Yes. That's how you jump into a pool in the suit. Sure did. Sure did. I loved that. <laughs> Anything for the bit. It was funny as hell. <laughs> now I feel like I'm stalking y'all. I'll be like, yeah, I saw that other video. Too. Y'all put it on the internet, so it's not my fault that I looked at it a lot. <laughs> So y'all really do need to follow them because they're they're giving the entertainment. I appreciate it. So back to this. So the government's like, they buying shit with cash. We're wrapping it up here. The chauffeur bought a $726,000 house in the Parisian suburbs, five apartments in Portugal, and two Regency vases th- that he then flipped for $288,000. So he buying this all cash. Mm. I don't know, people coming in buying anything cash. I know you kill somebody <laughs> to get it. So, when confronted, he said that he made the purchases on behalf of a friend, Bruno Denis. <laughs> we don't talk about him. We don't talk about Bruno, okay? We don't talk about him. So, Bruno is a woodworker. Now, we don't got, we don't really, where is Charles? Charles, Mr. Horman, come back. So, I guess, 
The government is talking to Mr. Horman about this. So Bruno is a woodworker and a favorite colleague of Bill Pallet. Mm. So remember, Bill was mm-hmm. Mr. Miyagi. And Charles snatched the grasshopper and hit it in the face. <laughs> and started investigating him. So now he got the government involved. And now we have tracked it. That, that red string has finally come back yep. to Bill. Because the woodworker, remember earlier, Charles was like, this wood, this tastes familiar. Mm-hmm. It's got licorice on it. Yeah, I've licked this yeah. wood before. Okay, I know what it is. <laughs> oh wow, that's that could mean so many things. Uh, so upon discovery, upon discovery of Bill's Swiss bank account—that's how you know you're doing crime. I want one of those so bad. Police arrested him on June eighth of twenty sixteen. Bruno was such a skilled craftsman that even after he served a four month jail term for defrauding the Palace of Versailles. The museum asked him to come back and finish carving a replica oh, no. of the of Louis the Sixteenth's bed. Wow! How you gonna send me to jail and then be like, okay? We loved what you did, actually. Yeah, love your work. So you know how you, when you leave jail, you gotta get a job immediately. Come work for us. Oh my gosh. That's how you know you're good when you're a criminal. That's the kind of criminal I want to be. Where they're Literally. like, you don't have to go to jail. You just inform the government on how to do this crime better. Uh. I want that for me. So after denying wrongdoings for years, Bill eventually confessed to the forgeries and pled guilty. Mm. In addition to the four sold to Versailles, there were two bought by a Qatari royal and a pair of Jacob chairs that a prominent collector had wanted to purchase for more than $700,000 and donate to Versailles. So he made these chairs and then, oh, they're called Jacob chairs. I thought it was Jacob's chair. (laughs) They're called Jacob chairs, and we're going to see them. Oh, oh, those oh wow. Okay, I see those in L.A. Yes. They're very expensive chairs. Even the dupes are like 800 bucks. Yes. Wow. Wow. A so it's not just chair. old chairs he's forging. It's... No, he getting the new girls, too. He said, I do contemporary fries. I do old, new, wow. whatever you need. I want those chairs. They look good. They really do. As long as I can sit in it, I don't see the problem here. He definitely shouldn't have went to jail for this. So there That's were at least beautiful. six other fake items that Charles claims were fake. But Bill says are legitimate and that Charles is the problem. <laughs> I love that. The problem is Charles. You're right, Bill. So Bill was jailed for some time after being, and then he was released on bail and is awaiting trial to set in beginning of 2025. So he had to go to jail for some of the other chairs in Versailles. Mm-hmm. Now he got to go to jail for the new chairs, mm-hmm. maybe. So he told reporters he had family members de- deliver Balzac novels through prison bars. This <laughs> is how you know you're rich. This is, you didn't want ramen. <laughs> You didn't want to make prison Laffy Taffy. You wanted Balzac novels. Oh, you are so bougie. I love it. This is a quote from um, Bill. He says, the, prob- the problem is that prison is not made for intellectuals. Okay, now. L- lost his audience. <laughs> yeah. We were on your side. What do you mean prison's not made for intellectuals? Literally. They got a whole library in there. Quite literally. People be getting degrees in prison. And clearly, like, they caught your ass. They so. sure did. <laughs> Off of some chairs. <laughs> Yeah, you, you went to jail for the goofiest thing ever. Literally. You calling everybody else stupid. Literally. Bro, I robbed a bank and I'm sitting next to you because you made fake chairs. Get out of here. You are the goofiest prisoner. And then he's like, Charles is the problem. <laughs> Charles is the problem, though. He's not wrong about that. Charles, mind your business. Did you make any money? Period. Uh, to quote Gabrielle Reunion, <laughs> Union, did your house get any bigger? <laughs> yeah. Did your bank account get any fuller? Like, Charles, what did you get out of this? Hater. Period. 
So, like Bruno, he remains so convinced of his skill and likability that he does not believe his career will suffer for this incident. Mm. So, Bruno, you know, had to go down because he was the one doing the freaks. And then Charles was like, or not Charles, excuse me, Bill was like, the girls love me. So, when I get out of prison, they're going to go up. (laughs) You know, they're going to still want to put their asses in my chairs. I don't know what you mean. Or look at them. Even Charles concedes. I put him in jail, but if you meet him, tell him I will always like him. Oh, no. (laughs) Yo, Bill, you got to fight Charles. Period. (laughs) You got to beat his ass with a chair. Period. Period. Take a a page out of Alabama. Yes. Throw the hat in the The battle of sweet tea. (laughs) The battle of sweet tea. The Battle of Sweet Tea is so serious. Y'all heard of the British Tea Party. You know when we did that to y'all, Jack? We did did Sweet Tea in Alabama. Yo, you got to fight him. You got to fight him, Bill. Stand on business and fight this man. Okay, so according to Bill, he created the first two forged chairs as a joke to see who would notice. Mm, Okay. When no one did, he, Bruno, and Joel Lenard, a gilder, continued. Note that a gilder is someone whose occupation is to apply an overlay of gold Mm. or guilt. So you you made your whole career just putting gold on stuff. Mm. I know that's right. Um... (laughs) So they they did it more for the love of the intellectual game than the money. Then why don't y'all just make chairs for fun in y'all house like everybody exactly. else do with their hobbies? Exactly. I don't sell my hobby for $2 million until today. <laughs> and that's today. the problem. <laughs> <laughs> until after this show. Jack, then y'all got an opportunity for y'all. Y'all, y'all gonna love it. <laughs> Crunch smoothies. <laughs> Ooh, the crunchiest. Okay? And they're healthy. They're healthy. It's not Heath Bar, I swear. Help <laughs> us. Health Bar, yeah. Wait, does that what Heath? I thought it said health. No. It no, said Heath. No, in your words. <laughs> No, that's what I'm saying. That's how I'm going to tell people. I'm going to be like, it said Heath on it the whole time. I thought it said Heath. My bad. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all were eating Heath. <laughs> My bad. So, for one $2 million sale of two chairs, Bill would take home a profit of $250,000 because they were splitting it with each other, right? Today, Bill is trying to move into the contemporary art sector away from 18th century furniture. He said, wait, I'm, I'm done yeah. with that old shit. Charles Horman, the hater, Mm. continues to be the most known for his discovery of Bill's forgeries and ability to use his 18th century expertise, Mm. his tongue, (laughs) Mm. to identify Mm. more. Could you imagine Charles went down on you and now you got termites? Why are you? No. (laughs) Get away from me, Charles. Also, Charles, I love that you clearly were envious of this man, Bill. Yeah. But then you made a whole career hating on him and you're most known for Mm. being his biggest hater. Mm. We don't know you. I don't know you for licking chairs. I know you for hating on Bill. Exactly. Would you take a, a hater career? I feel like that's it's too much work thinking Mm-mm. about somebody else. I'm just annoyed that Crane Barrel is about to sell all these chairs in a few, <laughs> a few months. That's what I'm pissed about. And you're going to buy them. I will. <laughs> I will. I will buy these damn chairs. They'll put a fake discount on that and you'll be like, oh, it's only $700. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm what so annoyed steal. about. <laughs> if I see these daggone chairs at Ikea, I'm fighting. <laughs> I'm fighting. I'm walking through Ikea to see Jo <laughs> punching the hookah dargan. <laughs> just fist fighting the chair. She's like, Jack, help me. <laughs> Doing old school wrestling moves on a chair. Oh, I love it. Well, y'all have been such a treat. Wow, what a time. Uh, this brings us to the end of the episode where it's the saddest part because I have to let you both go. But it's okay because y'all gonna stay, stick around for my presentation. <laughs> yes. We always ask at the end of the show, where would you like to be found? Any social media? Obviously, y'all have amazing socials. <laughs> Anything you want to plug and can plug. 
You can find me on all platforms at Accent Coach Jack. Not Acting Coach Jack, but Accent Coach Jack. Yes. Come on, voice. I see you. Um, You can find me on social media at Body Courage or hashtag booked, spelled out. I'm in the new holiday movie, Candy Cane Lane, with Eddie Murphy. Woo! Yes! Come on, Eddie Murphy! Yes! <laughs> and as always, y'all, snitch on your friends, family, and your enemies at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com if you want to be like Charles and just hate real hard. We love the hate here. We need it, okay? Um... <laughs> Where can I be found? You can find me at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. And if you want to see the photos, if you want to see these chairs, baby, if you want to put these chairs in your eyeballs, get on Scam Goddess Pod on Instagram. And if you want to chat with me, Scam Goddess Pod on Twitter. Um, never going to call it that, that other name, and y'all know that. Uh, <laughs> congregation, I want y'all to stay, stay crunchy. Scam <laughs> Goddess This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. Our producer is Judith Cargbo. Our production coordinator is Abby Aguilar. And our audio engineer is Sam Keeper. Research for the show is done by Caitlin Brand. Stay scheming. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.